0: My name's Tomo and welcome to my race, Chimwag. For every single Formula One race this year, pre and post race, we'll be talking all about it live on YouTube, but this is the audio only version just for your nice cute little ears. Give us a like, five star, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening and let's crack on. And we're live. My name is Tomo and welcome to my 2023 Las Vegas Grand Prix post race, Chimwag, The Race Report. Let's go through it. Roll intro. Have some of that. You know what? OBS has changed. Um, It's annoying. So when I click go live on YouTube, which this is live on YouTube. So welcome to everyone in the chat. Charmander, Halita, Jerome, Jamie, Bernie, Light Blue Cloud, Tina, Ethan, Megatronus, Professor Z, Yankee, Kadir, BW, Darkman, Laureus, Mark, Joe, Bao, Molly, Kiefer, etc., etc., um thank you all for coming thank you all for joining me live on youtube when you click go live it, it takes a unspecified amount of time for it to actually go live so i'm sitting there like holding my breath like waiting to go welcome because i want to start that like, straight away and that was the longest time it's ever been. <laughs> so i almost didn't make it um, it used to be. It used to be. I click a button, and as soon as I click that button, it went live, and it was like nice and seamless. But anyway, regardless, you don't care about this. You're not here to hear. You're not here to listen to me complain about YouTube. You're here to listen to my thoughts on the 2023 Las Vegas Grand Prix. Um, also, I'm doing this one a bit earlier in the day. It's 8am UK time. Typically, I do these about midday. So hopefully, this is appealing to some time zones of you out there who don't typically catch the streams. So um, good morning to you. Um, If you've not been a, you're not a live stream viewer, you know, you might, because most of you, most of you watch these after the fact or listen to these after the fact. So good morning, everyone. Good morning. Um, Well, Yanni, if it's 3am, yeah, they're usually at like 7am. So actually this is a bad time for you, Yanni, sorry. 9pm in New Zealand. There you go, see? all my west coast of the US, all my Australasians, um... Pick up, man. Happy days, yeah. It's midnight here in California, that's all right. That's all right, midnight's all right. I've actually, um you know I'm feeling good. Hannah got me this, um, st- this stub. Star- I'm not a coffee drinker typically, but I do like a nice coffee, and she's got this macchi- caramel macchiato, very bougie. I'll just give it this little taste test. Mm, mm, what do we think? Ooh, mm, yeah, that's lovely. That's very nice um yeah typically typically I don't drink coffee but I had a good nine hour kip last night because the night before I only got two hours because I did last lap so you know I was trying to sleep at seven and then I, I got like an hour kip and then I got up again and played Call of Duty for like four hours and then I had another like nap and then I had to do last lap and then I played golf yesterday as well so it was yeah busy but Anyway, wh- why am I still not talking about the race? How have I got two, almost three minutes into this stream and I've not even talked about the race remotely in any way, shape or form? Did I get the Manuka honey? I got honey, Keefer. I didn't get Manuka, but you know what? Yeah, because I'm still not 100%. I'm still a bit sniffly, and, um, but I had ginger, lemon, honey mixed together. It's actually quite nice. It was actually quite nice, but it wasn't quite as nice as the Las Vegas Grand Prix. But before we get into it again, make sure audio only, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We've gone over 100,000 downloads um, on audio only, which is pretty cool since we started, um, since I started uploading these to the, the audio only platform. So I'm going to be, these streams are going to be getting a lot more love next year. All right. I'm going to be putting more effort in. I'm going to add some sound effects. I'm going to, I'm saying all this so you go, you guys hold me to it. Okay. I'm adding sound effects. I'm adding more more ways to interact and, and get your thoughts and feelings, right? Because I, I like to think I am doing all right job as is, but there's more to come. There's more to come. So make sure you check it out. Right. Let's start live chat. Please give me your thoughts on a race rating for the inaugural, the very first ever, not ever, the first around the strip, Las Vegas Grand Prix. Give me some numbers, chat. Give me some numbers, I'm just talking about the Sunday. Just the Sunday. Sunday in isolation, right? I'm already seeing some some numbers, so that enables me to start a poll. Um, race rating out of 10. And as I can see from these options, a so few of you have said 10. So I can do a 10, a nine, an eight, or a seven or lower. Now, yes, we will, of course we're going to touch on what happened on the Thursday um, which was a bit shambolic ultimately but I just want to look at the race in isolation for this part of the chat okay so what do you think of the race race in isolation on the Sunday what did it deliver in terms of entertainment value for you seven or lower eight nine or ten what did we think Um, generally there's a bit of a consensus, and and a lot of you are forty-seven percent of you said eight, and thirty-five percent of you are saying nine, and then there's a little bit giving it a ten, four percent ten, fourteen percent seven or lower, because um, I, I guess when when I think about this, I'm like, what didn't it have? Because we had a very compelling battle for the lead. We had a last like a last lap overtake for P two. We had lots of moves throughout. We had that little bit of you know we had a few you know people coming together like George and and, and Max. You had the the kind of turn one um, carnage, which you know ultimately I don't want to. I'd rather see people racing wheel to wheel, not crashing into each other. But the unpredictability that that brings in in terms of safety cars does change up the race somewhat. Obviously, Lando had his big accident he's all good, he had precautionary checks at the hospital afterwards, um, that's the most important thing, but obviously that safety car also potentially, potentially adversely affected some, and certainly benefited others. Right, race rating out of 10, seven, 7 or lower 13%, eight, 50%, nine, 33%, 10, 3%, well look, sometimes I think you lot are generous, Sometimes I think you lot are very generous. We've disagreed on here a few times. But for me, this was a 9 out of 10 race. I've got to say, I was highly entertained. I was highly entertained by the 2023 Las Vegas Grand Prix. I'm very, very satisfied with that one. And you know what? I think given the um, disappointment that was Miami, and we had a a very similar, well, not similar to Miami in terms of the build-up, just more, for Vegas because Vegas is sorry Miami but Vegas is more high profile and Vegas has kind of stole your thunder a little bit here um, and yeah if, if I'm if you ask me today uh, my my almost dream three US Grand Prix calendar it's certainly got Cota on it and it's probably got Miami on it and um, not Miami it's probably got Vegas on it as well and Miami is certainly taking a side step to re- be replaced by maybe a Laguna Seca if it was made grade one or A, or whatever it is. Um, That was an unreal race. That was quality. Top to toe, you had qualifying giving us, you know, Lewis, Checo, both McLarens. Obviously, we didn't really get to see much of Lando, but Oscar was showing that that car clearly had pace. And given the tire-graining struggles that a lot of people have had, I think Lando would have managed that race well. It's just a shame he had the crash when he did. And um, yeah, that scrap at the front was like super interesting, yeah Max did win the race in the end, but you know I said this when we were doing last lap, and I've said this many a time on this channel before you know, I don't mind the same driver winning all the time as long as it's a competitive scrap you know Max has won how many races is that he's won this, he's won all but three hasn't he so eighteen he's won this year because we actually I've only had twenty one races um yeah, he's won eighteen this year, but if all eighteen were fought like this. This would not be a. I know some people say it's a bit boring this year, right? And, and, and I get it. But my goodness, what a race. What an absolute event. And you know what? I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad. Because the sport has put a lot into this, it's invested a lot. And the cynicism around it at the start is, is very understandable, very justified. And look, I've said this, you know, I want to give this a chance. It's a massive false start on Thursday. But ultimately, and, you know, there's, there's lawsuits knocking about with that as well, which is, which is not good. I think the way the fans were treated was pretty appalling. Um, but we're here. We've got a banging race. And that is ultimately, long term, what this will be remembered for first and foremost. And thank you to that man. That, that man just there. That man, Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc, thank you. Thank you, my friend he turned up yesterday in a big way big way but here are the race results for the 2023 Las Vegas Grand Prix Max Verstappen wins ahead of Charles Leclerc Sergio Perez Esteban Ocon P4 Stroll P5 second race in the row Stroll P5 Uh, Carlos Sainz P6 second race in the row Carlos Sainz P6 as well Uh, Lewis George 7 and 8 Fernando 9 and then Oscar Piastri fastest lap P10 two points for him Gasly, Magnus, Magnuson, Ricardo, Joe, Sargent, Bottas, Sonoda, Hulkenberg ro- roll out the rest of the finishers. Um, well, Hulkenberg and Sonoda had issues, didn't they, right at the end? So they were technically finishers, Sonoda and Hulkenberg, because they completed enough of the race, but they didn't actually get the checkered flag in the end. And yeah, a missed opportunity for McLaren, for sure, because given the pace Oscar was showing, if they hadn't if they hadn't bozoed qualifying um then i think mclaren left a lot of points on the table actually to be fair a lot of points on the table imagine if that leclerc final lap overtake was for the lead yeah i mean elif that's that that's that if that was for the lead it would have been a 10 out of 10 for sure for sure if that was for the lead absolutely that would have been box office as my good friend aldas would say uh so that's the race result Driver standings, how do we look going into the final race of the season? Max extends his lead, of course, as he does. Uh, Sergio, that gap to Lewis is done now. It's more than the gap that Lewis can can close. It's, what, 41 points uh, between Checo and Lewis. So Perez has P2 finally secured. Should he have done it before the penultimate race of the season? You'd like to think so, but there you go. Uh, Carlos Sainz Fernando Alonso same number of points Lando just 5 behind them they're both on 200 he's on 195 and even Leclerc is only 12 points behind Sainz and Alonso as well on 188 so p4 that's purely bragging rights that doesn't there's no prize money attached to finishing higher in the driver standings um the only one that matters from a driver standing point of view is is if you win or not um, but yeah you know you're going to have um you're going to have people, you know, giving giving meaning to your points gap between your teammates going forward. I guess that's yeah, but I mean, it doesn't actually really really matter. Um, towards the back, the only real big jump up in points was uh, Ocon relative to Gasly. He's only four behind Gasly now because he scored twelve. Gasly scored Nilbois. bois. Um, otherwise, no change at the back. Williams was starting well. I had a very good qualifying, but not too surprisingly, the um, the race the race was not to be. The race was not to be. Thank you, thank you, Iconics. I, I don't know. I, I wish my I wish my beard was a bit darker. I wish it contrasted my face a bit more. Make it look a bit nicer. But there you go. <laughs> anyway, so that's the driver standings. The constructor standings, which is where all positions do matter. Interesting. So Ferrari are only four points behind Mercedes, and a certain a certain lanky Mercedes driver uh, left points on the table this weekend that could prove costly to Mercedes in the constructors. And thank you, Oscar, for the fifty thousand IDR. The track may look bad, but the quality of racing was damn good. That's what matters, Oscar. It's not. It might. It might look like Spider Pig, and that's fine. Spider Pig's quality, you know. Spider Pig is quality. Um, now, to be fair, both Mercedes and Lewis had a poor qualifying as well, didn't they? So that kind of put him on the back foot. But that Mercedes clearly had pace this weekend. That McLaren clearly had pace this weekend. Yet they came out um, in what were their finishing positions seven, eight, and ten, and DNF. Which, given their, given their pace, disappointing, disappointing. But yes. In the constructors red Bull extend their gap of course 392 mercedes 388 ferrari mclaren now have something to think about with aston martin maybe coming back a bit here again two stroll p5s in a row fernando still getting in the points as well with p9 couple points on the board that's 11 points between aston and mclaren so that's maybe the momentum slightly switched there obviously alpine have nothing to fight for um good points for them and then yeah uh, Williams still seven points ahead of Tari, so it would take a massive Abu Dhabi performance from Alpha Tauri to 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 get that P seven. It's worth them throwing the kitchen sink at it because you've got to think that probably a track like Abu Dhabi will suit the Tari a bit better, probably. But it's very hard to call. It's going to be a higher downforce um setup, and in that instance, then Williams I think really does um cash in their straight line advantage when everyone's taking wing off they don't seem to like williams didn't excel in qualifying on saturday friday whenever it was because of their straight line speed it was more because they could fire the tires up quick the straight line speed helps of course but it wasn't crazy faster than everyone else you know can't believe the season ends next weekend i know i know 3 a.m. in Toronto. Big up. Thank you for coming along. Um, I'd love to go to Toronto. Although, is it is, is it the Toronto accent that's like really bad? Sorry, sorry. I know that. I don't know. Yeah, that's what the internet says. That the Toronto accents awful. <laughs> what's the worst British accent actually? And, and and don't tell me it's mine. Okay, I know mine's terrible. <laughs> what what's the worst? I like to think if mine was that bad, you you lot wouldn't listen to me for as long as you do. The, the hours of me talking that exists on the internet. Hours. God. Why well, you put yourself for it. No, Cockney's not that bad. Come on. Come on. Come on. Scout, There's a few... Sc- oh, I like Scouse. Sc- Scouse is endearing. But Birmingham... No, but Birmingham's alright. Bromley or man-, man... Manchester, yeah. man. You know what? I, I prefer Bromley to Union. I prefer... Yeah, I... Sorry, sorry my Mancunian followers. I'm 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 can't say I'm keen on Geordie's kind of endearing as well. Mancunian I just can't I don't get along with it. Essex. Oh uh, but no one's saying like West Country. West Country West Country does kind of uh, Welsh is Welsh is a pleasant accent. Sorry Harry. Sorry, I apologize, mate. I apologise. I love, I love a bit of Scottish as well. You know, I I just, I, 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 like, I like a good accent. But yeah, Toronto is is pretty bad. Sorry. <laughs> right, so that's how the constructors sit with one race to go. Anyway, anyway. Bangers and clangers. <laughs> what you're all here for, okay? Tomo's bangers and clangers. Starting with mine, going to yours. I put the poll out last night on Twitter at uh, TwomoF1 we only take W's on Twitter and Twitter Tomo it will always be called Twitter I will always call it Twitter uh, I'm starting to see people migrate to calling it X and I don't like that so I'm, I'm going against that okay we're going to call it Twitter and also on YouTube community so make sure you are subscribed to the channel if you're here watching along on YouTube if you're audio only then make sure you either follow me on YouTube or, or Twitter to uh, get involved with the polls so you can have your uh, your 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 opinion, part of the collective, part of the mass. Okay, so bangers and clangers. Starting with the banger drive. Who had the bangingest drive? Give me some names, chat. Okay, I like to think I know the names you will be coming up with here. Give me the names. Who had the best drive this weekend? What I need to do also next year is make more of a make it more clear that. When I'm talking about baggers and clangers, I am I am including the entire weekend. But then when I'm doing race rating, I'm only thinking about the race. I'd need to just kind of formalise all that a bit more so it's a bit more clear. Uh, Ocon, Stroll, n- n- I don't think there's Norris, Leclerc. Uh, they're the main Oscar. Yeah, it's shame about the shame for him about the tyre rule. But you know, if it had been on the medium, he wouldn't have been as competitive as he was because. That's the tie he kind of needed to be on. That's kind of what happened to Bottas, didn't he? Because he started on the hards and then had to pit for the mediums and try and take the mediums to the end, which did not work. Um, Checo as well, Sargent, eh, good quality. But No, nah, I mean, it's Leclerc, isn't it? Come on, it's Leclerc. Look, he, he's, um, I really need to see his, his Q2 lap because he was saying that his Q2 lap was the best lap he's ever done in F1. And Charles done some very, very impressive laps in F1. So I, I need to see that. Okay, I need to see that lap. I, I haven't I haven't looked, to be fair. I've, I've been too busy sleeping. But Charles Leclerc, come on. What a performance from him. And, and he did everything he could. At the end of the day, that safety car timing did end up giving Max the opportunity to win that race where I think Charles would have won it otherwise. And um, incredible drive. He made that one mistake, that little lock-up. Um, that allowed Perez back through, but then I don't think he was going to be catching Max anyway, and he more than atoned for that error with that final lap overtake. Phenomenal. Yeah, it was all all calculated, Mark. He just let Checo buy it because he knew he... Leclerc just locked up on purpose because he wanted to let Perez buy it and then do it on the final lap because the Ferrari sponsors would be really happy. I mean, they should be happy, the Ferrari sponsors, because that car looked phenomenal. That livery, honestly. That needs to be their livery. I, I I I remember, I don't think it was this season. I think it was maybe last season when I did my livery uh, redesigns at the start of the year. And I did a white and red Ferrari. And it was the best received one. I think they need to do a white and red Ferrari. I really do. Like As their main standalone livery. And I like to think they, they could as well. Because I know that with next year, these cars, and we're already seeing it. They're less sensitive to the weight of, of well, they're not using paint so much anymore. It's more this super thin vinyl that, that weighs barely anything. So I like to think we'll start to see a bit more of, a bit more colour on the cars next year. And a white and red Ferrari, that's what I'll go for. And, you know, white's great for sponsors because logo stands out more on, on a white base because you've got that contrast. Come on. Come on, is it better than Monza livery? Yes. Oh yeah, this is my favourite Ferrari special edition livery. I think that they've done in recent memory, anyway. Um, but regardless, that's besides the point. Leclerc, unreal drive, Charles, um, showing the 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 true the true Chad that he is. Charles Leclerc, what a man. Can't 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 um, can't say I'm I'm i bit envious. I'll be honest. I mean, he's very handsome. He can speak Italian and French and English, and probably other languages. He drives for Ferrari. I yeah okay he, he, that is a blessing and a curse. But I mean, what a man, what a human being that is. Honestly, a banger driver for me, Charles Leclerc. Okay, but what about yours? Well, two thousand and ninety three of you vo- voted. Two thousand and ninety three. So a lot of people, lot lot of opinions. On this Las Vegas Grand Prix. And rightly so. Because it was a... And he has a single on Spotify. That's true, Elif. That's very true. It's true. He's a piano master. He's good with his hands. Um, (laughs) Hold. Hold. Your banger. Your banging his drive of the 2023 Las Vegas Grand Prix is Charles Leclerc, of course it is. 37% of the vote for Charles. 23% for Lance Stroll credit where it's due 19% Ocon 6% Max Verstappen Lance Stroll obviously poor qualifying out in Q1 but capitalized turn one shenanigans caused in part by his teammate insignificant part by his teammate um typically it's it's the other way around isn't it to be honest but Alonso not good off the start definitely misjudged seriously misjudged um his breaking point into turn one and um, Lance delivered the goods, second P five in a row. Good for him. Good for him. We'll go, we'll talk more in specific about these drivers as we go team by team later. But and there was the oil on track. Fabref, that is a good point. Now, was that wholly responsible for the Alonso science incidents? It's impossible to say for sure. It's quite a convenient explanation um for these drivers. Maybe it's an accurate one as well. Hard to say. Hard to say for sure. Um Ocon nineteen percent of the vote. Very similar race, I guess, to Lance as well for him. Um starting at the back out in Q one with his little scrap with Max, which I'm sure we'll get into as well. Um and recovered through to P four in the end. Kept the graining away from his tyres, which his teammate didn't, wouldn't, couldn't, for some reason, wasn't able to do. Um, finished P4 in the end, and then Max Verstappen, 6% of the vote, won the race at the end of the day. So, fair enough. Fair enough. Max could have finished 90 seconds up the road and still not been banged into that turn one one move. Mm, clearly intentional. I don't know if I'd agree with that, Sam. I, 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 I think... I'm going to give Max the benefit of the doubt in that turn one. He didn't seem particularly aggrieved that he got a penalty for it. And I think that speaks volumes. And I mean, that was, for me, that was absolute slam dunk clear. Give the position back slash. I'm surprised Red Bull didn't tell him to give the position back somewhat. But then when you don't have consistent stewardship, then Red Bull also, I kind of can't blame them because they're like, well, we might get away with it. If we don't have the same stewards all the time, then there's a chance they might just let us get away with this one. They didn't this time. Um, naughty, yes, intentional, no. Yeah, I, I think the margins were too fine for that to be calculated, given the lack of the lack of grip. But look, these are meant to be twenty of the best drivers in the world, and they've got a they've got to manage their way through low grip. You see it in in all forms of motorsport with low grip. F one's got it got it good compared to some in terms of grip, in terms of handling characteristics, but there you go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Charlotte Leclerc wins Bangor Drive 37%, Stroll 23 Ocon 19 for Verstappen 6 Okay. Clanger Drive. Clanger Drive next. And before we get into that, thank you Jorge for the $10.00. Hey Tom, my England won the moral world club in the cricket. The thing is, you banter me all you like about cricket because I, 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 don't, I don't watch cricket, so... No, Australia actually won the World Cup. They did by six wickets against the undefeated India cricket team. Also, a great race. Yeah, big up everyone who's uh, all the Aussies out there. I know Oscar was giving Karun some a bit of Twitter banter um, about that before the before the game. Anyway, and uh, Piastri Piastri came out on top. Sorry, Karun, hold that, hold that. No, I I look. This beauty of sport, you know, some people feel some people feel the way I feel about cricket, about Formula One. You know, oh, it's just cars going in corners; it's fun. You, I, I played golf yesterday. I know that's a very divisive sport. Some people, some people love it; some people hate it. And I, I, I've got the bug. I'll be honest; I've got the bug. Just digging in there, digging in is such a frustrating game. Anyway, <laughs> right. Netflix Cup, one day I'll be on there, all right? Hold Bookmark it. Book um right, cool, 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 cool. So, Clang or Drive. Who had the clangingest drive this weekend? Give me some names, chat. Who who's coming to mind? Um who who had a bit of a stinker? Um Bottas? Bottas would be harsh because he got he copped he copped damage turn one, didn't he, from a good quality position. Norris or Russell. Albon, how dare you, uh, Russell, Alonso, Logan, Norris, Lando, Alonso, Yuki, yeah, Yuki's weekend, terrible in every every possible metric, um, okay, I've gone with Lando, look, okay, however you feel about the crash, ultimately, he dropped it, no one else did through that section, it's low grip. It's a high speed corner. It was a scary accident. I'm glad he's all right. First and foremost, but at the end of the day, like, no one else dropped it through there. He was the only one. You know, I, I did he take a? It's 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 driver error. It ultimately is driver error. In the same way that you know Alonso into turn one, hitting people, Max pushing Leclerc wide was they they were driver error. This was driver error. And it ended his race immediately from a position where, you know, he, he there's the opportunity here to score big points, to be honest. Um, did I predict Lando to win? No, Dan, what, what do you mean, Dan? No, Dan, Dan, what are, you talking about? what are you talking about? No, I didn't predict Lando to win the 2023 Las Vegas Grand Prix. I definitely, there's absolutely no chance that happened. Guaranteed that never happened. I'm I'm almost certain that <laughs> Yeah, look, I it's fine, right? There's nothing wrong with a little um a cheeky little gaslight, right, every now and then, Toby. <laughs> yeah, look, it wasn't it wasn't Lando's weekend. Poor qualifying, which wasn't so much on him. I think the team let both him and Oscar down. They got a bit too cocky with with tire allocation and should have sent him out on fresh ones, but but they didn't. And yeah, he 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 dropped it and ended his race immediately. So, kind of has to be him for me. Lando's crash was caused by a bump in the road. Yeah, and look, that's the track underneath you. No, no one else, no one else lost the car on that bump. You know, were people avoiding that bump? Were people? You know, maybe it was, you know, the McLaren was particularly susceptible to that bump. He did almost take out Piastri as well. I was proper, like when that car was coming through in the replay, he was not far off hitting Oscar, which would have been an even bigger L. But there you go. Um, Yeah, not great from Lando, unfortunately. Shame, shame. What could have been? Um, As for your clangor, who did you vote for? You also went for Lando, 32% of the vote. 14% for George Russell, who drove into the side of Max Verstappen. And that is going to be the subject of my video this week, because George Russell keeps making mistakes. Nine uh, percent, Fernando Alonso into turn one, just did what similar, not really similar. Yeah, uh, when when Stroll in the Aston took out everyone in uh, Hungary twenty one into turn one, well, took out Charles. He did. It was him and Valtteri when it. But Alonso just launched it up the inside, couldn't get it stopped. Bosh. Uh, and then Yuki Sonoda. Now, obviously how much of it was Yuki's fault, it, it's difficult to say, but at the end of the day, he qualified right at the back and went nowhere. He had the soft tires on, but like just couldn't get them fired up. It was really weird. Like on the restarts, you'd expect the soft runners, the softer runners. And this was the softest allocation of Pirelli's this weekend, the C three to five. Um and yeah, man, Yuki was absolutely nowhere. Neither was Ricardo, but also Ricardo caught damage. So, yeah, that car, that Alpha Tauri just did not work this weekend, which is pretty brazy. But there you go. Right, cool. So, banger clanger, we've agreed. We're in agreement so far, okay? Doesn't always, is rare, but that's good. Diversity of opinion is, is, is the spice of life, okay? It's the spice of life. Banger team. Who brought the bangingest team performance this weekend? 2023 Vegas Grand Prix. Ferrari. Such a shame. Such a shame that Carlos Sainz was not able to start P2. This could have been a very different race. Um, look, listen. The race was great. The race was super entertainment. But if Carlos was up there to lend a hand, the thing is like show. Was fighting with, you know, say fighting with a hand behind your back because he had two red balls up there. Which, you know, this is the way it should be, and this kind of track suits Checo's style to a T. So I wasn't surprised that he was up there. Yes, he benefited from the safety cards, but at the end of the day, this does suit his style, and he was delivering pretty good lap times. Checo getting up there, taking the advantages that the safety cards gave him, and giving Charles Leclerc something to think about and. You know, Max was tying Shaw along at the end. You know, Max was tying Checo along at the end. And having that flexibility amongst... This is why it's important next season that if Checo is in that red Bull, that he is significantly closer to Max than he has been this year. Because Max might need need that support to bring him the wins, bring him the points, assuming that everyone else gets closer. We don't know. Maybe they won't. I bloody hope they will. And yeah, the, the the penalty the penalty kinda stunk. The way so actually that's this is this is a good poll time. Right. Would would giving science um how do I, how shall I word this? Um yeah, was Carlos Science Penalty fair in quotation marks. Um, I want to. I want to do. I want to do, do yes and no and a kind of kind of option. I I want to do a three pronged um, perspective on it. Now, yeah, I I, 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 see, I see that pe- there's been a lot of discourse around you know blaming the teams for. From my understanding, like, the teams are going to have an opinion, and the teams are going to look after themselves, but they don't have a say in whether or not Ferrari got a penalty here, right? They don't actually have a say. So, yeah, Mercedes and Toto probably was like, yeah, he deserved the penalty, I like, should have the penalty, because, of course, from, from they're fighting for P2 in the constructors, so... Of course, Toto's going to say what? I wouldn't expect him to not say otherwise, you know? And yeah, in terms of paying for the damage, obviously that should be an invoice sent directly to Stefano Domenicali's De uh desk <laughs> in the F1 London offices. Um, because, yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. Um, was the Carlos Sanz penalty fair? 9% of you saying yes. 24% of you saying kind of uh 67 no so obviously the the argument for the penalty is that if you give carlos all this new stuff for free so new pu new you know energy store all that stuff that that typically you have to serve penalties for to take then that would give him an unfair advantage especially in the penultimate race of the year where loads of teams like i'm surprised no pus went pop be fair. We obviously had Hulkenberg and Sonoda with issues, but you know, especially at the end of the season when people are, are you know, they're not going to want to use a new power unit. They're going to want to try and just get through the the old PU and, and and get the most out of it before the end of the year when they have to chuck it anyway. Um, that that would give science an unfair advantage. That that's the that's the argument for the penalty. And, and I, I I get that. I understand that. But for me, if we're talking in the, the, the grand scheme of fairness, okay, what was unfair was that the drain cover came up and ripped a hole in the bottom of Carlos Sainz's car. Now, if for this, which is a bit of a freak incident, which doesn't typically happen very often, we've had these things in the, t- in the past when the track itself, for a non-sporting reason, because also you can say, oh well, what if someone drives into you and and takes you out and it's not your fault? Yeah, but you kind of ex- you have to expect that in sport. You can't expect the concessions there, even if you get taken out from no fault of your own. But this damage had nothing to do with the sport, the event. It 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 was the track not being prepared appropriately, of course. So. In that instance, where the Ferrari mechanics had to work like crazy to, to get the car ready, which they did for FP2, which was very impressive. Um, you know what? I think that's very unlucky and very unfair, and has cost a lot of time and effort, and there was no guarantee they'd get the car out for FP2. So I'm quite satisfied with the idea of then maybe making up for that with a free power unit change or free changes to whatever components were completely obliterated um, and I think that balances out personally and yeah the teams might be crying about it but that that's how I would look at an incident like this when it's clearly not a sporting thing that's caused the issue caused the damage I think to re- repay Ferrari for the effort they've had to go into to get it all all the car rebuilt and all that they deserve a bit of unfair positive treatment relative to the race that's that's my and look again having the hard fast kind of black and white rules is a a an an ideal that we will never reach we will never ultimately achieve that, and we shouldn't really try to, because I think the sport is human. Like we see a lot with the the conversation around kind of VAR and all that in in in, in football, and the argument towards having flawed human referees back and taking responsibility for decisions, and a lot of incidents. You, you know, we we can look at there's countless incidents in Formula One. We almost get one every weekend. Where there's not a unanimous agreement on what, who was at fault, or blah blah blah, so officiating the sport in a black and white manner is not, is not realistic. We can use these rules to to guide, and this is again why his consistent stewardship is so important for me. But yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's, that's my perspective for it, and yeah, I mean it could have again, imagine if that had that could quite easily, that could quite easily, you replay that that incident with a few millimetres different each time. There is, There are certainly eventualities where Carlos Science is seriously injured by that. And potentially, I don't know, like if it chucks something into the air and blah, blah, blah. Like there's a, that could have been a freak, it was a freak accident with, you know, monetary damage to the car and not too much else. I know Carlos was a bit... I heard a few different people saying different things about what Carlos said post. I can't confirm or deny exactly what Carlos was saying post because I've not I've not kind of seen. But he was clearly like shook up by it, understandably, right? And we've had Russell had this at Baku, didn't he? Back in the Williams and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I mean, that, that's my perspective. That's why it was... I think it would be fair... To give him a bit of an unfair advantage for the race it, to repay for the FIA messing up, right? Because at the end of the day, like, the FIA are very quick and, and uh, keen to throw promoters under the bus um, if and when they deem fit. And rightly so sometimes. I mean, when in Brazil, like literally last weekend, when you had fans climbing over the barriers and getting in before the race had even finished, like that was. That was bad. And I think, you know, that can't be allowed to happen again. Um, and oh my god, there's that one fan who's over and screaming at the stupid mate. That does that guy's never had a kick-in in his life, and he needs one bad. Because honestly, that was embarrassing. But um yeah. Yeah, it it it, it is a tricky one. Thank you, Saver, for the 250 RSD. Couldn't you argue that bumps and walls are track characteristics that cause damages? It would open a can of worms for future situations. It's a good point, Sava. It's a good point. Um, wall, the Walls only cause damage when the drivers drive into them. Um, so I wouldn't agree with the point on walls. Um, bumps. The thing is, I think that... Obviously, this was egregious because it just it it was very clear, massive damage that just happened, boom, like that. You could, with bumps, I would say, I I that, I completely get your point, over because I think that you have to draw a line somewhere. I think this one was very clear, like the track was incorrectly prepared and it caused huge damage, and I think it would have been fair to give Carlos a free power unit change, whatever. But at the same time. Yes, with stuff like that with bumps and, and scrapes, you know, that's what FP1's for to set your car up to account for the bumps. Tracks aren't like, I'm not being funny, we're not racing at Sebring. Like, let's put F1 cars around Sebring and then see them complain about bumps there. Look, obviously, a ground effects F1 car has very different needs, I guess. I, I guess, yeah, maybe that is a point. Gr- ground effects F1 cars. Where the handling... And this is probably why... Well, this is almost certainly why Lando lost it in such a big way. Because the aero is generated the lower the car is to the ground. And once that seal is broken, you all of a sudden lose a lot of downforce. So then you're you're expecting a certain level of downforce and suddenly it's gone. Versus most other motorsports, non-open wheelers, which aren't aero sensitive as much as they are mechanical grip so that that does make things a little bit different Um, 70% of you have said no not fair, 22 kind of, 8 yes Um, thank you Clorox for the 10 the penalty was fair in my opinion, Um, I'd be fuming if another team got a free new engine without a grid drop, if it was a close season it could make the difference to a championship yeah look that's that's the that's the perspective of, of of another team for sure for sure and you could, but then also you can equally argue that the grid drop penalty it, it wouldn't be fair on the others <clears throat> sorry it it wouldn't be fair on the others but also it wasn't fair on Ferrari in this instant it the the decision that was made was the fairer decision by the other teams than it was by Ferrari but my counter to that is that because of how, you know, this is a bit, it is an outlier. We don't get these very often where the track itself, a drain cover comes up. I mean, I can't think of too many other things that a track could do. I don't know, maybe <clears throat> say, I don't know, part of a, a bridge going over a track, not a bridge, like an advertising thing above a track kind of fell down and then an F1 car hit it and it caused loads of damage like that that i I, f- I feel like i can <clears throat> I can be happy with the idea neutrally looking at it and being like, you know what you've you've had this freak incident happen that was through no fault of your own, through no sporting reason we're gonna we're gonna give you something like a fresh power unit or whatever to make up for that. Sorry, other teams, we messed up. And maybe that puts a bit more pressure from the teams as well to make sure that the FIA are getting the tracks in in the right place at the right time. That there's there's not there's not a right there's not a right answer. I, I think there's not there's not one where everyone's happy. But it was just incredibly. But I think I think the priority of fairness, the priority of fairness, should go to the team that was affected by the ridiculously unfair th- that incident that shouldn't have happened in the th- first place they deserve the priority for me Ferrari deserved the priority of fairness over the teams the other teams the other nine teams on the grid i guess that's where i'm thinking and yeah bumps 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 are a bit different to manhole covers <laughs> walls only cause damage when you drive into them yeah they do they do the walls don't jump out on you huh? oh Ramco Rolex, <laughs> if anyone needs a new engine, they'll just find a drain, no, no, because if the drain covers down properly, but also you can't like, you, I don't think it's like a predictable thing, like I'm going to drive over all the drain covers, just keep driving over the drain covers, Carlos, until you uh, have the drain cover go through your chassis and potentially seriously hurt you, <laughs> I don't know, Anyway, sorry, I got sidetracked. I got, I got big sidetracked there. That was, that was a good little conversation. It was a good little. There's multiple points, just like most things in life. Typically, when there's a debate, if someone's falling f- firmly, extremely on one side, they're probably not acknowledging the uh, perspectives from the other side. But there you go. A little bit of common sense. Uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes I don't think common sense is that common. Anyway, right. My banger team was Ferrari. Your banger team was Red Bull. Red Bull. Uh, 40% of the vote. Almost got a one-two. Both cars on the podium. i get it. Um, (sighs) With qualifying, did Checo... Did Checo kind of let himself down or did the team let Checo down a bit? Uh, Hard to say. I think at the end of the day, he didn't get the lap in that he needed to. Um, Expected a bit more from Checo in qualifying. But... Also, strategically, I mean, it kind of fell into Red Bull's laps for for, for Checo the, at the end of the day. they um, Hard to say they, they calculated that, you know, the timing of the safety car and all that, kind of sorted Checo right out. But yeah, they gave Max the uh, opportunity to win, and he did. So, 1-3, fair enough. 40% Red Bull. Uh, 27% gave it to Ferrari. 17% to Williams yeah, it's shame, given given qualifying, great qualifying, but that car just couldn't hold on to those tyres, 11% Alpine, Alpine's in very, very, very strange result this weekend for Alpine, very weird, very Alpine, incredibly Alpine, quintessential Alpine, as I put it on Twitter, quintessential Alpine, what a word that is, <clears throat> and finally, Klanger team, it's AlphaTauri, of course it, it it must be Alpha for me. Sonoda was nowhere. Ricardo was Ricardo got out of Q one. Um, but he had damage. Sonoda, car broke, no pace. On the, even on the softs, terrible. Uh yeah. Not a good day for the Fienza based team. Thank you, Lord Uzik, by the way, for the fifty C Z game. I must say, seeing my boy Chuck fight Red Bulls almost reminded me of the time Max was fighting those o p Mercs in 2020 was a overall decent race. you know what Uzik that's a good little reference there, definitely where Max was kind of fighting on his own um he did kind of do it for a lot of that season that's the that's that's the shame in it because you know that Ferrari aren't going to be anywhere near as competitive as they were this weekend in in Abu Dhabi they're just not um. But yeah, Shaw was giving good max energy from 2020 for sure. Uh, but no, Alpha bad. Bad Alpha Towery. Beta that was. That was a beta performance. Or an awful towry. Awful toe performance. That's my clanger. Yours is also awful toe. 27% of the vote. 23% of the vote to McLaren. Which you know what? Like fair it was between McLaren and AlphaTauri for me because McLaren definitely messed up qualifying which ended up you know the knock-on effect of that they also Oscar had to pit again now they were kind of their, their hands were a bit tired starting on the hards was risky it was risky because the likelihood of a safety car around here was always going to be pretty high and um starting on the hards meant that they had to go to well he went on another set of hards was flying but then you've used two sets of hards if Oscar had stuck mediums on at the start he could have been P4 Um, P4 for sure so yeah that was that was a bit tough Williams yeah I mean points are one on Sunday not Saturday so this qualifying performance will be long forgotten Uh, unfortunately for Williams 11% Mercedes yeah let themselves down, McLaren and Mercedes in particular, didn't they? But there we go. There's your bangers and clangers. Leclerc, Lando, Red Bull, AlphaTauri. Mine, Leclerc, Lando, Ferrari, AlphaTauri. So only one different. I went Ferrari, you went Red Bull. Fair enough. Fair enough. McLaren replicating Ferrari's culture of excellence this weekend. <laughs> right. Okay, team by team, starting with awful Romeo. Awful, for Romeo, in fact, actually, let, let's get the, uh, let's go, let's go back through all the graphics so we can just reference the race result quite quickly. Let's click through all of these. Race results here, Bosch, and then awful, for Romeo. Um Yeah, so they finished P15 and P17. Bottas, great quality, um, but cop damage at the start, didn't he? I um, He kind of got sandwiched, there was nothing really he could do because he had Fernando in front and then. Was it Was it? science hit Hamilton into Bottas, was it? I can't actually remember. But either way. Yeah, because uh, Hamilton started behind Bottas. Either way. Their livery, I thought it looked awful on the track, to be honest. It looked brown. The car looked brown. I don't want to see a brown F1 car. Sorry. That's just... No. No. No, 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 no. No. That is, that is reserved for caramel macchiatos this is actually quite a, th- this color on an f1 car would be nice it would be nice you know th- th- this color on an f1 car would be really nice like an orangey dark dark burnt orange brown but it's not an f1 car color i'm sorry it's not um and yeah joe <sighs> joe's really di- been disappointing i'll be honest like first half of the season i'm i know in my um my mid-season report. I was like, they've been close. Bottas has had the edge, but they've been close. But Joe's not been that close this second half of the season. Um, bit concerning. Bit concerning for uh, for Alfa He needs to he needs to turn it on. But the, the thing is, the car's rubbish as well. So it's hard to be too too harsh. But yeah, Bottas had diffuser damage, so couldn't really do much um, from the back. Not much more to say on them. Uh, Alpha Tauri, already said it. Uh Ricardo also had damage. Yuki had to stop with a gearbox issue. Just awful Tauri. I'm not gonna waste any more time talking about them. We're gonna go we're, we're gonna do this in alphabetical. So now we're gonna talk about Alpine. Now Alpine. Alpine. Right. I've got a question. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna do this in a form of poll. Because I'm interested. So where? <clears throat> where does the burden of managing graining lie? So is it on driver? Is it on team? Or is it equal? Now, I'm asking this question for a reason. So, actually, Ted Ted on his uh, on his notebook gave a really good just dis- like um, description. <clears throat> of how graining works so you get the little grains of little marbles almost of of rubber that form on the tire and when they stick to the tire and on the tire that affects the contact patch and gives you less grip but if you can get through that graining and make the tire nice and smooth again then you're good so it's not like it's not the tires that have gone it's just they it's just you've got loads of bits on the tire to stop him gripping up properly now the reason I asked this question is we saw a lot of drivers struggle with graining. We saw both Williams. We saw Hulkenberg post-race was talking about how he was having to manage the pace because of the graining, to stop the graining. I can't remember the exact quote he said, but if you listen to Nico's post-race chat where they chat to all the drivers after the race on the F1 YouTube channel. um Yeah, he was like, I was having to manage the pace to, to prevent the graining. Ocon drove a a one-stop, had a very different race to Pierre. Pierre started right at the front, Ocon started right at the back. And Ocon didn't get any grain in all race. Gasly got horrific grain in and dropped like a stone. So my question is, how much of, where is the burden of managing the grain in, right? Now, in the poll, You've done, 45% of you said driver, 49% of you said it's equal, and only 6% of you said it's majority on the team. Now, I, honestly, I don't know. I guess that's why I'm asking, because I don't know, okay? All I can think is that at the start, you know, Gasly, amazing qualifying, did a great job. You know, he was all over the back of George Russell at the start. Did did he slash Alpine get a bit carried away at the start, pushing a bit too hard, that created the graining, didn't manage the race. The thing is, right, I can't blame Pierre for going for it. Yeah, they've got nothing to fight for this year, Alpine. <clears throat> if you're starting at the front and you've got an opportunity to have a guy like George Russell and, and potentially get up into the sort of stay in the top five, then you know I, I can't I can't begrudge him for going for it. Ultimately. Alpine and Pierre could have managed that race differently and finished a lot higher up. But because he seemed to push too hard at the start, that generated the graining that then caused the uh the issues. I when I say at the start, I mean the start of you know, his stint on whatever tire it was that he was on when the graining happened. It was because everyone said he started on mediums, didn't he? And I think it was when he put the hards on. I think you pushed too hard on the hards at the start and then that grained up nicely. So yeah, look, at, but also Pierre did have battery issues as well, which is which is a good point Katie um to bring up. But yeah, the the graining the graining was a big part of him losing the pace that he did, um which which was a shame. This was again, this this weekend for Alpine was just was just mad. Um Ocon starting at the back, Pierre starting at the front. Swap positions, you got to give credit where it's due to Alpine and Ocon for, for coming through uh, and doing the job they did. Um, quick one on the uh, Ocon-Verstappen. Ocon-Verstappen. Now, I didn't watch qualifying live because I was sleeping. But obviously I've seen posts, uh, all of the, the, the stuff with Ocon-Verstappen. Um, did Max deserve a penalty for impeding Ocon in qualifying? Uh, simple yes or no. Simple yes or no. And yes, the alke um, alkeen alkeen the alpine palace drop was pretty decent. It all sold out immediately and now in fact should we have a little look on stockx should we have a little look on stockx cuz I, I was actually looking last night cuz i would like to get i would like to get at least one of the bits the stockx stockx palace bits but um the alpine palace bits but the prices are still pretty mad at the minute so i think i'm going to hold fire for now but hopefully the prices will come down once the vegas hype um, pitters away from us um, right did Max deserve a penalty oh you lot are split you lot are split 44% saying yes 56% of you are saying no 211 of you voting I'll, I'll let that I'll let that carry on right let me get screen share up and let's um, all you're seeing is a white screen now you see me in the corner hello um, and now if I do window capture and stock X Oh, here we go. So the Alpine, let me get this nicely cropped. Wait, what? There we go. Get that nice, just nicely, nicely cropped for the, yeah, for the purposes of the stream. So you've got the the hoodies are about 200 quid. Those big jackets are like 320 lowest ask on them. And you've got these bits as well. I'm not I'm not I'm not so keen on on these camo bits to be honest. These these are a bit yeah, a bit much. Um but yeah the 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 t-shirts are nice. I like I like this blue one actually. This 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 blue tee's nice. This blue tee's decent. But 135 pounds the last sale for it. No, I'm sorry. That's just ridiculous. Um the the pink hoodie would be very fitting on brand for me but it's not really my pink it's a bit too it's what well, it's bwt it's it's their pink so this is this is i mean this jacket this jacket is my is my favorite bit probably from the drop um, the black tee's nice as well but it's just a black tee with sponsors i don't know for for the right price i'd definitely get some of it but but i wouldn't i wouldn't Chuck the uh <coughs> chuck all me money at it, you know. Come on, come on, behave. Morning. I don't know why the brown hoodie's getting love. Really? And yeah, the beige one, there's yeah, this yeah, it's not great. Kind of sand hoodie in it. Um but yeah, the prices are a bit a bit crazy. A bit crazy. Anyway, right, back to the poll. Yeah, you lot still split. 312 of you have now voted. Forty six percent yes, fifty-four no. So the thing is, you've got that minimum um, minimum lap time thing, haven't you? So, it, it, if if you're taking Ocon's side, you're like, well, he overtook Max because Max was holding people up, and he needed to do his minimum lap time to then start his fastest lap, and then obviously Ocon got ahead by the start finish line, and then Max just purposefully drove up the inside of him to stop to to ruin Ocon's lap because. To be, like, there is no way, like, Max driving up the inside of Ocon was 100% an act of vengeance. Of course it was. Because it's not like Max seriously thinks, he oh, I can send it up the inside of Ocon and go as wide as he did. And set my fastest, I mean, to be fair, he's in a red Bull. And he's like the quickest driver in F1 right now, so maybe he still thinks he can set the fastest time. With um, yeah, but yeah, I I think that (laughs) I think that Max that was an act of vengeance. the The argument is was was it a fair act of vengeance? Because Ocon did overtake Max um, while Max was ultimately trying to start his fast lap. It was it was very messy on all sides and obviously I know that if 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 I say um, Max did deserve a penalty, you'll be like, You're based towards Ocon Um rather than actually debating my point. <laughs> that's just what you have to you, you when you put your when you put your preferences out there, people will hold them against you for the rest of your life. You are like... <laughs> But look Tombo Occard better than Max. I mean, he is better than Max, isn't he? Surely, come on. That, that's that's common sentiment, isn't it? Thank you, Chimay, by the way, for the two dollars. Move back to Vegas, auctioning drain cover at two thousand dollars. <laughs> well, I hope now post F one Vegas is a nicer place for you, Chimay. Um, I hope, I hope so. Is vengeance even fair? Look, it, these two have history. I I I get that Max Max is setting up in the way he wants to set up, and then Ocon overtakes him. So Max is trying to set do his fast lap, and Ocon doesn't have the patience. But then if there is this minimum time, I don't know if that was a factor. Honestly, these two just need to have a boxing fight already. That that's that's my opinion at the end of the day. And Alpine need to. Why were Alpine quick around here? Because they were slow in Monza. And this is the street race Monza. They they both went out in Q1 at Monza. Maybe that Alpine power unit is actually better than we all think. Yeah, Max did literally say it was on purpose. No. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was an act of vengeance. It was an act of vengeance. Um, Max Vengstappen. Stappen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd pay to watch that fight. Who would win that, actually? Yeah, who would win a... That's, that's, another, that's a another. That's more important. Poll: Who would win in a boxing fight? We're not talking UFC. We know, I swear, Ocon's always wearing one of them bloody UFC Venom hoodies. Um, but who would win in a boxing fight? Obviously, you've got Ocon's got the range, right? He's got the range. You can keep Max at a distance, right? But Max, Max is a he's a scrapper, isn't he is is a scrapper. I think I think Max, like, you know, he's he's not he's not giving up, and if he can get a bit close, I don't know, I don't know. Sixty four percent of you are saying Verstappen thirty six. You know, I think it'd be a closer fight than you. Um, yeah, Max got chin on him, definitely. Shameless, I agree. I reckon Max has got a, a good chin on him. He could take a few. I think I, can't, I just can't imagine like Ocon wouldn't. I think Max would potentially land like a knockout blow. You know, if you can get in close, like Ocon through and then under, and then a bit of an uppercut. Like, I I think that could be, uh, in the corner would get in the ring. (laughs) That would be so good. A charity boxing match. Esteban Ocon versus Max Verstappen. I beg. I beg. Make it happen one day, please. <laughs> make it happen one day. <laughs> you're sixty-six percent of you gone for Stappen. Well there you go. There you go. But actually, you know what? The the secret word of this podcast, um, this live stream, however, wherever you're consuming this, is the name of the driver you would think would win that boxing match. For Stappen or Ockham. Whichever one it is, that's the secret word. Okay? see a real fight for the champ exactly talia a real fight a real bare knuckle brawl boxing with head with with, with mouthpieces head guards all that good stuff anyway right alpine kind of well done kind of eh, kind of i don't know why you were quick this weekend Um, because you're meant to have the worst engine anyway aston martin yeah so stroll good race fernando bit of a stinker we're starting to see uncharacteristic Fernando Alonso mistakes creeping in. I'm just thinking, I feel like this la these last few, he's made a few, you know. Was it in um in I've completely forgot the calendar? Was it was it Qatar when he went wide for like no r- real reason? I I feel like Fernando, given the standards Fernando has set um over his career. And at the start of this year as well, he's made a few mistakes this second half of the season. Maybe it's uh, eh, he's just whatever, you know, going through the motions. I don't know, I don't know. At the end of the day, he he did he did clanger clanger it at the start. Did Fernando, Um, but Stroll showed that car had good pace. Look, at the end of the day, if the McLarens delivered on their potential and if the Mercedes delivered on their potential, then almost certainly, well, Ocon and I think Gasly had good pace, but Ocon was starting coming from the back, wasn't he? So, yeah, you got to think with, with McLaren and Mercedes actually stepping up, you know, Stroll and Ocon wouldn't have finished as high as they did probably. Um, but yeah, look, at the end of the day, I, I think Aston Martin have, have gone through a lot of learnings and they're still in that conversation with McLaren. So, we all wrote them off and actually they are somewhat understood what was going right, what was going wrong and maybe that bodes well for next year. I mean the momentum, I'm glad they've turned a bit of a corner before the end of the season because that gives me a bit more confidence about next year and because we know how good, we know how good Fernando is and you know what like, Chimay, thank you again for the two dollars. They were desperate to make Max say Vegas was good. They were, weren't they? But you know what he did after the race anyway? He enjoyed the race but he never had an issue with the race itself it was more the but we'll get into that when we get into to talk about red Bull, um synchronized spin from Alonso in science at turn one it was wasn't it and that had a good little scrap actually Alonso in science a little spanish spanish armada it was a good little good little scrap that was that was good fun actually um no i want to talk specifically about stroll actually because stroll just stroll has everything on paper In terms of, he's been in the sport, it's his seventh year in the sport. He's still only 24, I think, which is crazy. He's like the same age as Lando. You think how much longer he's been in the sport than Lando. You know, he's got these podiums that Hulkenberg never managed and he's got multiple podiums. And last year, relative to Seb, at least quality pace, he was pretty close. Like, there's lots of things that stroll... You know, Stroll should be, should be further ahead, better than he is. But I think he's such a confidence driver. And, you know, we've seen his his little outbursts and obviously with his trainer earlier this year was, was a bit of a crescendo, right? And, and I feel like in all of his interviews now, whether he's had a good race or bad race, more so than in the past, he's like super blunt and concise. But also... Maybe that's an effort of him to almost like change his his approach. I, I, I don't know. Look, I, I think we know why Stroll got here in the first place. But I think it would be, I think it's uh, a bit lazy to just write off Stroll as, oh he's only here now, now in 2023 as a pay driver because he can deliver performances like this one. Like last weekend. Yes, quality wasn't great and his one lap pace needs to improve for sure but he can pull a race out. You know, Bahrain, opening race of the season, made some good moves as well. And it's like, Stroll has these stinkers, and more often than not, it's a poor performance from Lance, but then he will occasionally bring out a somewhat decent performance and maybe even get on a podium, and then it's like, well, he didn't just do that through blind luck. Like, there's clearly talent there. There's clearly ability there. But is it, it's not consistent enough, you know, these things, these performances can't get, can't be one-offs for the rest of his career, if he wants to shake the only here because of daddy's cash allegations, and he probably never will, but, you know, when Checo was, especially in 2020, when he was killing it in that racing point, no one was calling Checo a pay driver, even though his sponsors are a huge component as to why he got the opportunity in F1 in the first place. But then he backed it up with ability. You know, Lando's dad is uh, a multi-millionaire and, and supported his career. Now that's a pay driver in a different way. That's not the conventional sponsor pay driver. But, and ultimately, look, most of these drivers are born of privilege and, you know, parents, you, know, you the amount of surname merchants you get in this sport, right? Be that Rosberg, be that Verstappen, whoever, Schumacher, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, you know, there, there's more to to prove people wrong. There's more. There's more to prove. There's more of a chip on your shoulder there. But he's not. These performances are, are great, but they're too isolated. They need to be more. They need to be more Lance. Because look, at the end of the day, like, got to give credit where it's due. Is it is a is a great drive from Lance. Two great drives in a row but they're just not consistent enough. If he can drive with more confidence, and I get it, like, Fernando's coming to this team and in qualifying, it's not even been close, and that's gonna get in your head. Of course, of course it is, right? He, yes, he's the son of a multi-billionaire. He's also a human being, and he's a sports person who's capable of delivering way better F1 drives than any of us could. So, please sit down. <laughs> I don't want sit down, democracy, right? As a, in a democracy, I vote to stand because I like standing. <laughs> so yeah, I look, I I think that I think that Stroll still has a lot to to prove, but he he just make make performance like this more consistent, and he could be, he could, he could turn some people around, you know. He could turn some people around. Yeah, Zach. It's a flippant comment. I wasn't actually being serious. Come on. <laughs> He's obviously better than any of us. That's not the point. Also, I'm sure that uh, take any F4 driver would be a lot better than any of us in an F1 car. Um. Anyway, Aston Dumb, Bosch, Ferrari. Let's talk about Ferrari. Um, is there anything I haven't really said? Again, the, the the Monza upgrade, which Ferrari really did go all out to make that car quick for Monza, particularly, um, also paid dividends here. And this was a more complete performance than Monza, for sure, in terms of that car uh, race pace-wise. And was it a, a win-lost? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I, I think, you know, timing of safety car, definitely... Um, Inhibited Ferrari's win potential here. I think without that safety car, um, yeah, almost certainly Charles Leclerc wins this race, and he did everything he needed to do. And look, it, it's a good sign for Ferrari, but at the same time, you know, we we know that next year they are going back to the drawing board um, with their car in a similar way to Mercedes. I just hope they build something that they actually understand out the gates because too often both Mercedes and Ferrari have not understood the performance of their car you know, you lot predicted Ferrari to have a banging weekend and that's exactly what they did so well done you um and look the the evidence was there the the writing was on the wall somewhat looking at the characteristics of Vegas versus a track like like Monza um yeah yeah you know what Good day for Ferrari, given the context of I mean, Carlos recovered to P six in the end, which you think it could have been more. Maybe could it have been more from Carlos? Did he did he leave a bit on the table in the race? Maybe with the safety car timings, it's hard to really because that affects some more than others. And um, yeah, Fred wasn't having it in the press conference, which rightly so, rightly so. He, he, look, he was he was entitled to be. Annoyed, ultimately, they did nothing wrong and the FIA's incorrect preparation of the track destroyed one of his cars and got him a 10 place grid drop, so that's a lot of damage and yeah, the invoice should be on Stefano's desk yesterday morning, okay, for sure. No, Sparkus, I definitely didn't do that, I definitely didn't do that. that, that never happened. Um, yeah, not much more to say, really. Uh, battle for battle for oh, actually, um, one more thing. Start a little poll. Who's going to win the battle for P two? Who's going to win the battle for or P two in the constructors? Of course, is it going to be Mercedes? And I'm, I've I've I've, I've, I've ignore ignore how I've spelt these options um, because I I I just. It doesn't matter. You you know what I'm saying. Yes, I, I wrote Mercedes, 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 and Ferrari, with a little M. Mercedes, that's fine. That will do. Okay. Got my uh, clickety click keyboard. My keycron. Look at this. Uh, right. Sorry, audio only listeners. But can you see the lights? Oh yeah, there's the lights. Ooh. Yeah. And I've got a light-up laptop now because I've got my Lenovo Legion 7. And that um, lights up like a Christmas tree as well. Although I quite like to turn the LEDs off. I don't know how to. I need to look at that. Mercedes. Who's going to win the Battle for P2? Is it Mercedes or Ferrari? Oh, got the same keyboard, Halita. Nice. Nice. No pink key. No, no, I don't. That would be cool to get like a custom grey and pink... um, Keyboard, but it would look quite. The pink keys would look quite dirty. I think I'll, I'll probably get grey keys and then a pink surround, actually, because it's the keys that pick up all the the finger grease. Nice. Anyway, <laughs> battle for P two. Thirty three percent of you are saying Mercedes, Mercedes, and sixty seven percent of you are San Ferrari. Well, there you go. There you go. Four points in it. We'll see. We'll see in Abu Dhabi. I think. I think Mercedes. I think Mercedes will still get it. I think they'll be. Um, they'll be better than Ferrari. More complete than Ferrari around Abu Dhabi, in my opinion. But what do I know? I predicted Lando to win this race, and Max to have a clang on anyone. So I don't know why you're coming to me for insight. To be honest, thank you, Chimay. Again, very generous, mate. Appreciate it. Ferrari should invite Massey as a guest to rub it was it last year he turned up to Abu Dhabi, wasn't it, it was, was it Abu Dhabi, or was it Australia he turned up to, it was Australia, Nah, he, yeah, he couldn't go to Abu Dhabi again, I think it was Australia he turned up to last year, anyway, um, <laughs> Hass. so Hülkenberg kind of has to hold that, he's kind of got to hold that L a bit, because he's running the old spec car, and was nowhere in quality, and Magnussen's running the new spec and got to Q3. Look, Hulkenberg's been clear of Magnussen most of the season, but Kevin's got this odd occasion where he can get it into Q3 when Holkenberg can't. And um, Haas just seem all lost at sea, man, honestly. they They just don't seem to have a direction. They've got two very experienced drivers running two different specs of the car, and they're both just terrible. <laughs> Oh, it's not good it's not good Haas I've got very little positive to say about this team unfortunately I'd love to you know small little plucky team they rose from the ashes of Marussia had a great start um, to their F1 journey in 2016 was it Grosjean got points in their first race or wherever it was and um, but yeah it's just been a it's just been a sea of a sea of disappointment for the young the young Haas team and I think they need I think I think Haas to achieve anything in this sport as as a privateer look you could say that about I me mean, McLaren they're an automotive manufacturer at the end of the day yes they run Mercedes engines but you know they are a big automotive manufacturer and yes Clorox you're very right hit like hit sub. slap the bell do it all listen to Clorox all right bleach is not good for you it's good for your toilet Bleach is only good for your toilet. Thank you, Clorox. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, I, I, think, I think aligning with a big manufacturer, obviously Haas aligning with GM would have been cool. And if the Andretti deal doesn't go through, which it looks like it probably will, and I think it should. Well, no, it definitely should. I think it will. Um, but if it doesn't, then a little Cadillac Haas entry could be pretty decent. Andretti Byatt Haas, huh? so, you know I mean? You know Gene's... Look, at the end of the day, Gene... He made the right decision to hold on to this asset because this asset is worth a lot more than it was when he purchased the old Marussia bits. Bits and bobs um, to put this team together in 2016. So has any better strategies. I don't think even the best strategy in the world can, can make up for their... Not so good car, in my opinion. But there you go. Haas, Hulkenberg, hold that. McLaren, again, missed opportunity. Both quick, but Lando put it in the wall. Oscar. Oscar was having a good race. Oscar made some really good overtakes, actually. It was quite exciting to watch Oscar make his way through the field. And, um, yeah, he's not had the best luck as of late, I think. I, I feel like Oscar's, you know, there's always been something in these last few races Mostly outside of his deciding, you know, which uh, which is a bit of a shame. But he's still he's still showing he's he's got the uh, he's got the minerals. He's got the minerals, the lad for sure. Um, yeah, a bit of a bit of a sleeper race. Good, kind of good way of putting it. Good way of putting it. Good way of putting it. But yeah, move on, McLaren. Try and hold on to that constructors' um, position ahead of Aston Martin. Won't be easy because Aston well, look like they've got a bit, but I th- no, McLaren have the quicker car still. McLaren should definitely finish ahead of Aston. They, I, I think they have a quicker car than Aston right now. In the he did have a lot of televised overtakes, um, untelevised overtakes. Sorry, no, you're right, you're right. Clorox, you're right. Answer, um, Uh No, no, no. I, I'm not going to do that, Sheamus. That, that would be very dangerous to my to my health um what's your subway order in tesco meal deal i'll answer that instead a uh, subway order is a i haven't got subway for a while i would typically get like a meatball marinara with uh chipotle sauce and then all the veggies apart from gherkins because gherkin just doesn't really work in that but I get all the veggies. Otherwise, jalapeno. Um, chuck it all on. Meal deal. I get the uh feta and tomato pasta. I'm not vegetarian anymore, but I I like that one. And then drink. I'll either get a San Pellegrino or a Green Machine. Uh, San Pellegrino lemon. Don't like the the orange one so much. And then cheese and onion quiz. Bosh. Cheese and onion mucquiz. Every time. Every time. That's my... That, that, that That's my subway and that's my that's my meal deal. Bosh. Bosh. Uh, yeah, not much more to say on McLaren. They go again. Mercedes. Uh, yeah, so Lewis... Lewis and Piastri had their little coming together, didn't they? I've not actually seen any more onboards of that. That was chalked up as a racing, racing incident. And they both... You know, that they both caught damage, they both caught punches, so maybe that's part of why. I I feel like probably racing incident, but I've only seen the, the angle that they showed live on TV. Um I would like to see Oscars on board. I've not seen it. Is it is it is it let me see if I can quickly find it actually on Twitter. Um Piastri I'll just type Piastri Hamilton to search and see if there's a on board of on board of Oscar because the thing is you don't I don't know how much more room Oscar had to the right of him if he had no more room to the right of him at all then it is more on Hamilton I I think he oh no I'm literally just seeing it now oh okay hmm let me uh, let me let me show this actually okay let's go screen share again audio only uh i apologize you won't be able to see this but i've literally just found a little clip of the incident that hopefully won't get this struck so i might just do this in like freeze frames so that's the end of the see we've got oscars on board here let me just drag this out of the top Try not leave me alone FOM. Don't be mean to me. Um <laughs> Hannah got this for me, okay Seamus. Check her hard drives. <laughs> so this is Oscar's on board. If I just let this play it'll be fine. Bonk. Ah oh. It's it, it it's tight. Hang on, let's go back, let's go back and just play this through. Play this through. Ooh, there's not much more Oscar could have done. But it, it's very marginal contact as well. Yeah, I, I think that's... I think I think racing incident is probably fair. Oscar could have... There, there is a bit of room to Oscar's right, like at the point of contact here. Like, he could have taken a bit of a wider line... But also, yeah, I, I think racing incidents fair. I think that's, I think that's fair. Yeah, probably yeah, a bit more on Lewis. I I I'd agree with that, but not enough to to merit a penalty, um, for sure. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, oh, everyone, there's someone at the door. There's somebody at the door. This is a good time. This is a very good time for me to run a little a little ad actually do that now who's this? who's this at the door? who's this? who's this at the door? it's Minton look it's my sausage dog hello hello Do you smell the coffee on my breath? is that what you can smell? here he is He's just been sleeping in the, he's been sleeping in the bedroom and just decided to come through. Hey doing, mate, did you want to see all your fans? Did you want to see all your fans? Let me give you a, I'm just going to move this mic so you can get like full high resolution Minton. Look at No, stop. There you go. Look at that. Look at him. Look at the boy. Look at the boy. You're a good boy, aren't you? You're a good boy. Good boy. Right. you sit in the bed? There you go. Lovely. Right, I just realised it's half nine. And I need to get this uh, stream wrapped fairly uh, rapidly. Fairly rapidly, but not too rapidly. Um, Cool. Yeah, Mercedes, missed opportunity. Hamilton, (sighs) qualifying back, obviously meant he got caught up in things, got hit by science. And yeah, it's just kind of, there was a lot of pace there in Lucy's car in particular. But then, all right, cool, fine, it happened. All right, let's let George come through and pick up the pieces and get P4. But then he drives into the side of Verstappen. Didn't look, didn't expect him. Yeah, but I mean that's not an excuse. And you know he 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 copped the penalty. He said it was fair. And uh, George missed an opportunity here, left points on the table through through his own fault. No, nobody else's. Dropped down to P eight behind Hamilton, which um, yeah, not good enough. Not good enough from George Russell. Um, decent race pace, not as good as eh, I think Lewis had a bit better race pace to be fair. Um, but either way, it's not good enough from George, not good enough from George, should have been more, should have been more from Mercedes, points on the table, um, I don't think Lewis did too much wrong to be fair though, um, Marek, thank you for the 100, he's okay, sorry my nose has just gone really weird, oh that's weird, Ugh. I'm still. I'm still a bit sick, Marek, thank you for the hundred seats. Okay, I missed your Ferrari segment. I wanted to ask one question: Did Ferrari lose Leclerc's victory by not pitting him under the SC? I mean, if they'd have pitted him under SC, he maybe he could have won the race. But Max had, didn't Max have the extra set of hard's, and Leclerc didn't have an extra set of hard's, clean fresh set of hard's, and the hard was the best tire. Um seemingly on the day so do i think they he would have won by pitting probably not i think it was just the safety car itself coming out at that time it was a, it was just really bad timing Leclerc had only pitted like five laps previous or something so um i'm sure max had like he had an extra set didn't i sure, i think he did i think he had an extra set so i don't yeah i don't necessarily think pitting under the sc would have would have saved the race for shaun necessarily maybe maybe I don't know. It was just it, the timing of it was just what stunk. That was that was the main thing. Um, but yeah, either way, Mercedes missed opportunity. Russell must do better. Red Bull won the race, and Checo's drive was all right. I mean, the thing is, like, he got ve- the the safety cars were like perfection for Checo, so. And you look, you you take those opportunities when they present themselves. He shouldn't have been qualifying where he did. He shouldn't be going out in Q2, especially around a track like this, that you, you know, does play to his strengths. Um, But he capitalized, at the end of the day, shall done him into the final corner. At least, like, surely you at least cover the inside. The thing is, right, because of the nature of that final kind of section, it's not like if you cover the inside, Schal can line up a massive cutback. You know, you park it on the apex, and you just slow it right down because it's 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 a street that when you actually get to into that corner, it's very narrow. So I just feel like it. I feel like Checo at least like defend the inside and give yourself a chance to, you know, park it on the apex slow shuttle's momentum and then take it to the line. I'm not a racing driver as much as I like to think I am. I actually went to Wright House uh, this weekend as well. I went to Wright House on Saturday, last lap Sunday, golf Sunday. Busy, busy weekend, but good, good, fun busy. And, um, it was raining the whole time at Wright House and I spun so many times. I spun so many times. I'm so bad. I'm just, Ugh. I'm I I am I am Veto in 2020. <laughs> but yeah, but see the over and under, it it would have been really difficult for Shaw to pull an over and under into that corner because there was no width to the track at that point. That's what I mean. I I think if, if Checo defends the inside more aggressively and just parks it on the apex and tries to inhibit, you know, when people try and pull an over and under, but then they just Really tight in the corner, and that you you kind of you stop behind them. Still, you can't carry that momentum. I think he could have done. St- I think I think replay that, and I think C- Checo could have done things a bit differently and held onto that P two. That's all I'll say. Um, that's all I will say. But great drive from Max once again. Did what he had to do in the end with wing damage and a five second penalty. Still won the race. So happy days for him. And finally, Williams. All quality pace, no race pace, fair play Logan. Uh, I was I was waxing lyrical about Logan on the last lap. And then as soon as I started talking about him positively, that's when he started to lose all his positions. So that was fantastic. Um, look, being close to Alex is, is the main thing. He wasn't close by the end of the race. I think you're seeing a similar delta in terms of race management uh, between Lando and Oscar that you are between Alex and Logan in terms of race management. Because Logan was close to Alex for a, a, a significant part of this race and then just fell away. His graining was worse or came quicker than Alex's. Um, but ultimately, Alex fell out of the points as well. And that Williams just couldn't quite hold on to its tyres. So, there you go. Um, not much more to say on that. pit lane Pulse, thank you for the 200k ES verdicts on the Braun documentary. DTS can learn one or two things. Yeah, so... I've watched the whole Braun Dock now, all four. Um, really good, would recommend it, would recommend it. It's a really good refresher into that season. I've forgotten a lot of the context around how, you know, Button really struggled that second half as the batteries just died on this camera, which is uh, which is fantastic timing. Just gonna uh, switch you around, don't mind me. Of course that happens just as I go to full screen as well, right? I mean, that's literally meant to be. Um, anyway. Right, I've got another battery. Where that came from, and yeah, it's it it's it feels like it tells the story very honestly. My my, my main reservation with the Braun look, it's a great story. Of course, it's a great story, right? Braun saved the team, all the then people's jobs, and to hold on like they did with minimal budget. They had a much smaller race team than the rest as well, which I think's you know a point that that I'd kind of forgotten as well. They were running that to let go a lot of staff through the course of the season they were running well i think that's half the team didn't they in terms of the total team employed um instead of 800 it was like 400 or whatever uh, that's cut that back massively which made them holding on even more impressive um but also honda developed this car they put hundreds of millions into it and they developed the double diff- um, diffuser and you know Williams and and Toyota, I think, also had a double diffuser, and and they smashed it out the at the gates, um, and they held on. But this wasn't a team that just came up out and they didn't exist out of nothing. They they already existed, but it it would be like, it would be like, you know, in 2026 with the new regulations, like Alfa Romeo suddenly being the quickest, but then Audi pulled the plug on the, the projects before 2026. And then Fred Vasseur comes back and buys the team and calls it Vasseur Vasseur GP and they win the 2026 season, which is pretty crazy. Um, But yeah, no, it was uh, a really good doc. Would really recommend it. You can see Keanu Reeves has got a real genuine intrigue and interest and that's really nice to see um, because too often we see, you know, these celebrities, big names attached to F1 who don't really care about the racing, but he clearly does. He's clearly interested and Yeah. That was how much was made by Honda. I know, right? Kind of, kind of goes full circle, doesn't it? Bit, bit, bit of, bit of a Leicester City, bit of a Leicester City. But yeah, no, I would really recommend the doc. Give it a watch, and give this video a like or podcast a five star or however you're consuming this. Thank you for joining me, wherever you are in the world. Um, I've got to shoot off pretty pronto now. So actually, the audio only. Mm, no, I should be able to get this uploaded before I need to go. But yeah. Thank you all for coming. Thank you all for taking the time. We've got one more race to go this weekend's Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. I'll see you on Thursday for the live stream. I'm also hoping to have a video out maybe Tuesday, probably Wednesday this week um, all about a certain lanky British driver who is making far too many mistakes at the minute and we need to go into a bit of a deep dive about him, I think. So yeah, thank you all for joining. Seamus, Charmander. Peter, Matt, Polita, BW Kleiner, Xavier, everyone who gave super chats, you're far too generous to me. Too kind, thank you all, and I will see you next time. Charity or done.